0: I think she's going to, you know, I really believe that Madison, there have been people who tried to talk her out of, like, going all the way to being a doctor. You have to put oh. so much time and effort. But I really believe, I believe that's God's calling on her life. And she, God <coughs> gifted her with that brilliance mm. and the right temperament where, you know, I believe she will, I believe she'll achieve that goal, you know. And I believe that, I believe that it is her calling that God has for her. And I could see that ever since she was little bitty. Oh. You know, even when she would just whisper when she wouldn't talk above a whisper, but I really, I I believe she'll achieve that. You know, it may take some doing because all all the way along the way, you know, whatever it is that God has, has the purpose for you. Every cotton picking body was born with a purpose, a God given specific purpose. Some folk don't never reach that because they don't put their hand to what God has called them to. That eagle dream way back that I told you. But everybody has, I believe it, everybody has a God given purpose for which you were created. And I, and I believe that's what she's called. That was what she was created to do. You look at like guy, there are some guys, maybe some great, you know, NFL football players that really uh, impacted the, the way that football was played. You know, like some guys, like I was created to be a football player. You look at some guys like General George Pattinson. You know, he believed that God, he had been created to lead a great army into battle. Mm-hmm. He knew that was his purpose, <laughs> you know. And, you know, once he had fulfilled that purpose... God took you home you know so maybe you don't want to fill your purpose you? <laughs> you do because if you're following God in it man look if you're following God in it it is it, such a great adventure. It's such a great adventure and the cool thing is that God has an individual and unique purpose for every person created. look at the guy can make look at hold out your fingers yours ain't got no wrinkles either neither one of you man what is up here
1: <laughs>
0: but none of us have the same fingerprints mm-hmm. if God can make 52 bajillion different sets of fingerprints then he can create a unique and individual purpose for every person mm-hmm. that he brought onto this earth mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying Bo? when he was a baby boy's mama didn't know what to do she loved that baby but she got what she had no choice she's like god i gotta put him out and put him in a a little boat and float him down the river and he's in your hands god she knew there was something special about that baby though Mm -hmm. see what i'm saying it's the same with madison i knew there was something special about that girl when she came to my house you know if you look at me you know you go that's god i don't know what you was thinking that guy is the least likely person (laughs) that I would send some little kids to to have him help them out you know (laughs) you see what I'm saying you know (laughs) but that there's something there that God gifted me with that ability that grace to do that Mm -hmm. you know with my daughters and with my sons you know uh and for whatever reason, God gave me that, you know. I look at when, when I was a kid, you know, and the, and the stuff my, my dad went through with his dad, the stuff I went through with my dad, and when it came by the time it got to me, you know, I'm like, hey, it ends right here. There's no, 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 no nobody, none of my kids ever gonna get hit like that. You know I'm saying it ends right here. That don't mean I didn't, I did did it perfect. I made mistakes along the way, you know. You, there's no, no human parents ever gonna do it perfect. You wish you would, mm-hmm. you know. God was been the only perfect father. And even he had rebellious kids. You know what I'm saying? The beauty of God has 6,000 years of experience of working with imperfection. He knows how to do it, you know? What I'm He's got more grace than all of us. <laughs> more grace than all of us put together. But he gives some of that grace out and he'll grace you to do that. And he'll grace you to fulfill that that purpose for which he created you mm-hmm. and I, I sometimes you know when i like when i met wanda i wasn't looking to get married again you know I, you know I, i've been married once and that didn't work out so good so i went into doing that again but i realized i watched how god began to bring wanda and i together sometime i'd love to be able to tell that story maybe i think i wrote that out on paper, papers but as i began to watch and realize oh my goodness is god bringing this together with this girl, you know, I had bet that biker a steak dinner that I wasn't going to get married again, you know, I didn't know God was betting against me, you know, I lost that bet, I bought that guy a steak dinner and his wife, you know, <laughs> I was happy to lose that bet, but you know what I realized is, in all those years, I you know, I had only made one kid that I knew of, so I thought I did so much drugs and booze, I just didn't make them anymore, then, I, you know, I get married to Wanda and on 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 the honeymoon, all sudden boom, you know, Nine months later, we have a baby. And then, you know, 16 months later, we have another one. Now we're married two years, got two kids. I'm like, hey, God, <laughs> you and I got to talk here. You know, I said, I, I don't mind being like that Abraham, 100 years old, still trying. I just don't want to be succeeding, you know. <laughs> but I, I really, sometimes I look back on it and I think, and this is you too. You know, yeah. and you too, I think that God brought Wanda and I together, not just to be a blessing for her and I in our relationship, but God had a timing as to which he wanted Enoch and Nathaniel brought into the world.
1: Yeah.
0: He had a timing as to when he wanted your daughters brought into the world so that he could fulfill the purpose that he has for their lives. You look at all through the book, all through the book. You, got, you know, you get a, a, what was it, Seth, and then enlist all the sons of Seth. Hmm. You get that guy, um, what was his name? Methuselah. And his name means when he dies, it's going to come. Well, I'm going to tell you what, if I do that was his name, I'm going to do everything to make sure he don't fall down or get hurt or nothing, you know? <laughs> but he died 969 years, boom, the flood game. You see, but the timing of Methuselah's birth, the timing of Noah's birth, because Noah was the son of Lemek. If you do the math, you figure out that uh, there, there's an overlap. Adam lived all the way up into Noah's father's life before, for Adam, you know, Checks up. Mm-hmm. So that means Noah was the first generation to be getting his information secondhand. Yeah. Limit could have got his information straight from Adam. You see what I'm saying? So the timing of that, that each of the birth, that you follow that through. Look at you, after the flood, boom, you go. Then you got you got Abraham, and and God says to Abraham, I'm gonna give you a child. And Abraham's like, God, you know, I'm pretty kind of big and old here, you know, and there ain't no spring chicken herself, you know. But then they have a child, Isaac. Isaac is born in a perfect timing. Mm-hmm. Then uh, he, meet. if you think of it, you know, if you think about it, what's it, Eliezer goes to get him a wife, all right? And he winds up meeting, what's Isaac's wife's name? Rebecca. Rebecca? Are you sure? Oh, no. <laughs> 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 okay, he meets her, all right? Well, what are the odds? Well, I mean, what if... Isaac wasn't born in that perfect timing and Rebecca would have been too little. Yeah. I think when I met my wife, she was 27 years old. All right. When I was 18, she would have only been uh, 13 years old. It would have done for me to meet her back then. You see what I'm saying? God's perfect timing when he brought that together. Mm -hmm. And if you look at that, you follow that through, he does that too with Rebecca. Then he gets Jacob and Esau and Jacob gets Leah and Rachel you know, but out of all of that mess comes a cat named Joseph. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Joseph, you know, the the uh, his father in law, you know, the, the Pharaoh gives him the, the daughter of an Egyptian priest. The priest of the God of on. I don't know if the Egyptians have a god on off and a god of on, off and on, but anyway. <laughs> you know, I thought about one well, as a god. God. Why and the blue blazes, that's a good Jewish boy. That's a good church kid. He ain't never done nothing wrong. Went to the pen and done two years or something he didn't do, you know. And then you go and give him an Egyptian wife of a guy whose father-in-law is the priest of a pagan god. Why in the blue? Blame God. I'm off the trail here, buddy. But you then he gets these two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim. Okay, and and I realize you know that that means they're half Egyptian and half Hebrew. See what I'm saying? And so God is taking He's, He said, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to redeem not just Israel. I'm going to redeem the Gentiles as well. So when his father lays his hands on him, he's blessing these boys that are half to half Gentile. And God's like, it's about me saving the whole world. You know? But you follow that through. You keep following that through. And you see the perfect timing of God. We don't understand the timing, mm-hmm. you know. The perfect timing of God, and it goes all the way up to the birth of Jesus Christ in the perfect timing of God. It says in there, it, it when the time reached its fullness. Mm-hmm. Another way to say that is in perfect timing. Yeah. Jesus gets born. Well, man, i am tell you what. Every birth after that, your birth, your birth, is is in the perfect timing of God to fulfill the purpose for which he created
1: you. You see what I'm saying? And uh, we were talking the other day about his God's promises when He speaks, and uh, when He, when Noah, you think about the flood. It's only that's the only right way to get wipe sin off the face of the earth, mm-hmm. to, to get a clean slate, a start over. Nobody has to suffer anymore. We won't go through all of this. How many thousands of years of creation groaning and, and and these people doing all these things to each other, to the world. But he had spoken a promise and he was holding true to his word and he was searching for someone who would look and at least have a chance of spreading his word on afterwards. And you look at, at Abraham's father, Tirah. Suddenly, leaves his home and his people and starts heading towards Canaan. What put that idea in his head? But he came to a city. I don't know if he planted the city or if he found the city, but it had the name of his oldest son who had died. And he's camped out there. Mm -hmm. But then God comes to Abraham in that place. Leave your family, your home behind Mm -hmm. and come to Canaan. So, God's promise that he had spoken even if you're there and, and you, you know, what happened? God, you spoke this promise and I didn't miss it. He's got a way to do it. He's got your kid. He's got your grandkids. He's got your cousins. Whoever he has to use, he's saying this promise, it was spoken. It's going to happen. So he's not going to give up on you until you've lost every chance. You experienced that moment you told us about where you felt like that was God giving you that last chance. Mm-hmm. He's saying, I have all of this in front of you. But you got to choose it now. Mm-hmm. And even if we fail in that point, he's faithful. He's got a mm-hmm. daughter. He's got somebody. He's going to say, "I'm going to make this happen because I spoke it." Even though he wasn't listening, I'm going to make this happen. <laughs> 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 and sometimes he just grabs us by the hair and <laughs> drags us into yeah. position.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you go. You know, in Genesis, God tells Adam, and he says, "The woman." Your seed, the serpent's going to bruise his heel, but he's going to crush his head. Mm-hmm. Well, if God, you know, mankind gets to be such a mess that God could have spoken all out of existence yeah. and then spoke it back in and started all over. But he doesn't do that because if he did that, then that prophecy he gave to the woman in the garden wouldn't have come to pass. And I know there's a passage in the book that says God watches over his word to fulfill it or to perform it I Mean God, when I give my word, I'm going to tell you right now it's going to happen. I make sure I keep my word. Mm-hmm. So when God gave that word in the garden to the snake and to the woman, you ever think about this too like, You know, I've people say, well, it's a man's world and, you know, in the Bible, women are second class and it's a sexist book. Well, you ain't read the book right then. Because mm-hmm. the first prophecy ever given did not come through a prophet, came straight from the mouth of God to a woman. A woman got the first prophecy ever given. Now you look at that, at Jesus at the cross, how many of us, there was a whole mess of Marys around there. I think it lists at least three Marys, Mm -hmm. you know, around that cross. You know, and the first person God Jesus appears to, a woman, you know. But God watches, that's got sidetracked there, man, you know. So women are equally as important to God, Mm -hmm. you know. But God watches, he makes sure his word comes true. So he had it and he goes, okay, I'm going to get Noah and his family because they they believing in me. They're listening to me. They're obeying. They kept themselves, you know, in a place where I declare them righteous. And he makes the ark and they come to the other side because God said, I'm the snake. I'm still going to crush his head. My son, it's going to come all the way through in perfect timing. Satan, I think Satan probably thought, look at this. I got this world so messed up. These people are so, so people. they're dumber than a sack of wet mice. You know, I got them fooled, you know. Yeah. And they made a, they got a mess everywhere. And say like, ha, ha, I got him now. He's got to destroy them all because he's too righteous to handle all this. Yeah. And God's going, yeah, I still got an ace up my sleeve, boy. Yeah. You didn't count on Noah and his family. You know. And his obedience. Be told to build a boat in the middle of the desert. Mm-hmm. That takes some obedience. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> you know, so he got the perfect time timing being worked out. So if, he, if he's going to, he's got a big old book. He's got that book. I don't know how many pages are in a Bible. I know there are 66 books. There's a lot of reading. And I don't know if you ever read Lamentations. but well, I'm going to tell you what, that's a tough one. Because boy, you're about tired of lamenting when you get through that one, you know. So, it's laminated. you yeah, <laughs> know like, bang boy, this one's rough, God. You know <laughs> these boys this one should be written to the tune of the blues right here. These boys are <laughs> singing it in this one. You know, so some of them are hard to read. But if if he can orchestrate that whole book, well they it goes something like fifteen hundred years of writing, and there's thirty I think 36 different guys, I'm not sure exactly how many guys, but 36 different guys over a 1,500-year period put pen to paper. Yeah. God's the author, but they're the guys who put the pen to paper. And in a, that in itself, man, 1,500 years, and the thread remains the same all the way through. Yeah. Without error, there's consistency yeah. in the theme of the story all the way through. Yeah. Human beings can't do that. Yeah. You know? We can sit here and tell something, you know, somebody be listening to this and then go and tell it to somebody and it'll come out different than what we said. And even though there's a video for it, you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> but God's so cool that he can go 1500 years, use 36 some different guys and all of them and get the same story all the way through. The yeah. same theme all the way through. If He can do that with that book, then he can do that with your life because he ain't got to work 1500 years with your life, you know. He's only got to work 70 or 80, 60 or however many. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? However many he knows he's giving you. And he he can make that come true. You know? Like Kevin says, some of us, he's got to get you in a headlock and drag you through. (laughs) You know? Like Paul. Hey, Paul. Don't you get a little tired kicking against them sharp sticks like
1: that? (laughs) Yeah. Don't you get a little tired beating your head against that wall, boy? Yeah.